Oh boy, I'm nervous. If I could try a chart from day zero when um, Rob invited me to preach here to today, you would have a slope like this. And from where uh, day one, I mean day zero, I would be really confident. And today I'm not confident at all. Hi, I'm Andre. Um, about two years ago, I was living, I think, the worst moment of my professional life. I was not confident in anything I was doing. I was uh, not motivated. Uh, I've been working with music uh, for I don't I don't know how long, and I, I was actually working here at Bromley as a youth and worship pastor. But I was really unhappy. Not because of you guys, but because of me. I thought at the time that I was not being able to serve you the best way I could. And that was hinging my job. That was uh, affecting my performance as a musician. That was affecting my performance as a pastor. That was affecting my performance as a whole. And I decided to quit. I talked to my wife, and I said, I can't do it anymore. It feels like I'm pretending. And being a pastor, it's not as any other kind of job. Because if I screw up, I'm affecting you. And that's a huge responsibility, which I was not willing to take. I thought, I, I cannot do it. I talked to my wife. I was like, hey, uh, here's the thing. I, I can't do it anymore. <sighs> not pastoring and, and, and not music. I was not happy when I got my guitar, when I sang, uh, when I was at my studio producing music, when I was teaching others. It was not like as it was before. I, I was just not happy. I couldn't do, I, I couldn't find the joy I used to in music. And in a conversation with Karen, it uh, goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, I decided, I, I communicate to you guys, I will no longer be your youth and worship pastor. It was really hard for me. And, and then the question arose, right? Uh, what comes next? What is going to happen now? And that's why I got married, to tell, to have someone who tell me what to do in life, right? Uh, and my wife was, uh, my wife is a computer scientist. If you don't know, she's super smart and she's one of the best ones I know. It's not because she's my wife, uh, but she's really good at it. And she was like, well, why don't you try computer programming? I was like, well, sure, why not? And then, about a year ago, I started computer programming at Algonquin College. Uh, now, in summer, I finished my third term. And now I'm working as a computer programmer intern in the same company Karen works, actually. And I'm actually really happy. It's something new. It's something that is super, super difficult. You will see how I'm bad at it. And... Uh, but I'm enjoying it. 
for the first time in uh, <clears throat> excuse me in a long while i'm doing something that i find fun and i want to wake up and do it and in school i learned uh, programming languages so most likely all of you have cell phones computers smart TVs and all that uh in all that there is some sort of programming language running behind it and kind of like giving the orders that you well controlling the orders that you give to your phone call so there's a a method there is uh something running behind getting that information getting that request and making it happen for you right and i learned this uh computer language called java and it's amazing i love it If you are not into programming, uh you should try Java. It's the best language, especially if you have ADHD and OCD. Go for Java. Forget everything else, right? In Java, uh it's 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 a language, right? Uh it's uh it gets human language and uh there is a software that you see in a bit that transform that human language code language into computer language bunch of one and zeros and within java we have classes classes are like containers classes are like people right uh let's say that each one of you are a different class and within classes we have a bunch of things we have variables we have constructors we have methods uh within all those things you have more things it's really complex but today we're going to talk about methods and methods we're going to use them reference them as behaviors so you're a human a class and you have methods behaviors characteristics things that you do right and In Java, I learned something super cool called object-oriented programming. Just a, a small sideline. If you're a programmer, please forgive me. Right? I'm 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 doing my best here. And uh, I'm I'm creating a bunch of things that okay, I know it's not perfect in the programming world, but it's just for the purpose of the illustration. And going back to it, object-oriented programming. It's basically a model, right, where we grab real-world scenarios and transform it into code. We get real-world structures and we put it into code. For example, I'll use it. I don't know the government, and I'll use Brazilian because. I know it. I don't understand anything here. I just know you guys have a prime minister and he doesn't do anything. Uh and in Brazil we are the same. Instead of the prime minister we have the president. He doesn't do anything as well. So we have the president and then we have the senate and then we have uh what is it after the governors and then we have a bunch of other things and those things they're connected. They are responding to each other. And above all we have our law. And the law dictates what we as a nation can do or not. Right? And the law we could reference it 
In object-oriented programming, the I don't know who creates the law here, whatever, uh, as parent classes. In object-oriented thing, oh, object-oriented programming, we have a thing called inheritance, where we have parent classes and subclasses, child classes. And whatever the parent class has, the child class has to have. So let's go here to the computer. Uh, hopefully it will work now. Julian. Hmm. There you go. So here we have an IDE. It's where we put code and silly stuff. You're going to see it's all pretty and colorful. And uh, right here on this side, I know it's a small O right there. You see God's kingdom. That's a project. Within that project, we have this. It's a bunch of Java stuff. Nobody cares about it. And here we have the source. And within source, you're going to see that we have two packages. These little things here. God and the other one is universe, solar system, and earth. You will understand that in a bit. So here we have God. And within God, we have two classes. Remember, classes are? Well, when we ask, usually people respond. <laughs> classes are? People. People. Classes are people. Okay? I, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. I'm Brazilian, so boundaries are a little bit different for me. Uh, and there we have God. And when we open the class God, ta-da, colorful, beautiful things. Within God, every little thing here, you see this? That is highlighted. You don't have to read it. You see there, there's joy. That is a method. That's one of the characteristics of God. That's within God. And then you have peace. We have love. We have patience. We have kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And if you see that, those are the fruits of the Spirit. Maybe you're not too f familiar with it. And those are the, fruit of, the fruits of the Spirit. And also within God... We have the Holy Spirit. But before we get to the Holy Spirit, let's, you get, let's get to this uh, package here, Universe Solar System. So basically what that is, we have the universe, the whole thing. Within universe, oh, within universe, we have our solar system. And within our solar system, we have Earth. And when we get to earth, we have people. For example, let's see this guy here. We have Rob Salito. Rob Salito, his name is Rob right here, right? Uh, let me just do this. His name is Rob. He's a pastor, right? And he, as a pastor, he says, I'm the coolest pastor ever. He is. He is the coolest pastor ever. He's a Canadians fan. My team sucks, but I like them. I wish I was Senators. We all know that he, that's what he feels all the time. And 
He's a barbecuer. He uh, is that a word? He does barbecue a lot, right? And my brisket's awesome, and he's always offering to everybody wants some, right? And that's Rob. But there is one cool thing here about Rob. Maybe you haven't noticed. This is the class Rob. And the class Rob, let me just do one thing here because people are talking to me. Oh, I cannot do that. How I do this? Please help me. Well, I'll just ignore them. I'm sorry if something popped up. I, I didn't think of that. <sighs> Class Rob Salito extends God. And that's when things starts to get a little bit more interesting. Because within the package universe, solar system, Earth, there is a guy called Rob Salito. And Rob Salito is extending God, meaning that Rob Salito is a child class to the parent class God. And you see there, import God.God. That means that the, the moment Rob Salito says, I don't know when was that, maybe a thousand years ago, he's not as young as he looks like. I have to tell you that. He said, I want to follow God. I want to take God within my life. And then he extends God and right away he has to import God within him. And now everything that God has is within Rob. All those seven, nine fruits of the Spirit now is within Rob. But Rob doesn't change, right? We have, for example, here, um, let me see another person, Mitchell Valens. There you go, there's Mitch, he's smart, he knows, uh, did you know that, blah, 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 and then he starts talking. He loves shoes, he knows he should be studying, but he is there browsing for new shoes. He likes jazz, I like jazz because the notes are all wrong, and people say it's right. Right? And Mitchell also extends God. Meaning, the same way that happened for God, Mitchell had to extend God, import God into his life, and inherit everything that is within God. Now, We have this guy here. Oh my goodness. Shut up. Uh, Andre. That's me. Because, you know, I could that, do that with someone else. But I didn't want anyone to be offended. And I won't be offended by myself. So, um, Andre was just born. That's probably 1987, April 29. And Andre is just empty. Andre has nothing. Right? And according life goes on, Andre starts to get to having some characteristics. I don't know. Music. And here a method is created. 
And now Andre has that. But you see that there is one thing that they do. You see this name here, print? This is a method within God. Meaning that whatever that person says, you see the phrase there, Mitch, uh, this here. You see, it all has print, print. Everything is being produced by the class God. It's something that God gives you. Now, this print method, where you will say everything you say in a certain manner that is coherent to who God is. Now, Andre, just born, little guy there, empty. He will try to print something. Let's print here this and put here, I love music. Oh, I used to at least. Uh, here, I love music. And then we close it. Oh, you see, it's not pretty and yellow. It's, it's red and white, right? There is a line there. Because Andre has nothing to do with God. If Andre wants to say something, he has to use this little thing here. God. Let me see if I can do this here. And oh, there you go. You know, and this is a method again that everybody uses. Now it's all colorful. And, and now I can say that I love music, but I'm not going through God. I'm going through myself. I'm just putting things out for myself. Right? And a bunch of things starts to happen to Andre. Um, husband, Andre got married. Okay, and now uh, Andre um, will say, I'm married. Yay. I was more excited than that. Uh, <laughs> as uh, After 17 years, it's, you know, you, you got to excuse me myself here. Andre is married. Um, Andre has kids. A lot of them. It's too much, some would say. Uh, Andre has, oh, sorry. Um, one? Yeah, there you go. Andre has kids. And uh, I can say here, I'm a father to superheroes. And that's Andre. One day, Andre goes and says, you know what? Uh, I grew up in a Christian family. I have to figure out this God thing. I have a dad who is a pastor, a grandfather is a pastor, a bunch of pastors in my family. So I have to take a stand, right? And I start taking some decisions in my life. And Andre decides to... Um, extend God. Oh, extends. Okay. But there is something wrong there, right? You see, I'll give you a little bit more. See how God there 
it's it's red. There's something wrong. When there's a red line, just like in Word, right? And if you put your, you see there, three quick available fixes. It's too small. This one I can make any bigger. But the first one is import God. We will import God. Now God has been imported. Right? And uh, let me make small. I can't work like that. Uh, and I save it. And now Andre extends God. But nothing really changed for Andre. Well, that's not quite true. Because now Andre won't use system out print line to say things. He'll just use print. And now it works. Because now everything Andre says is going through a parent class called God. And Andre won't say things in the same way he used to say. Now he'll say, I'm married. Hopefully I fixed it. And now everything is just, oh, not this. And then we go to the class Holy Spirit. You see here, there's Mitchell Valens. And I'll just ignore all this for now. I will comment. When Andre accepts God, he extends God. A new Andre will be created. So Andre Rocha, Andre, equals a new Andre Rocha. Oh, there's something wrong there. What is it? See, it's highlighted. There's something wrong. Because Andre Rocha said, I want to extend God. I want to be part of this family. But Andre has not actually taken the action of becoming part of his family. And if you look all the way up there, all the people who already extends God are here, right? Uh, Karen Santos, Mitchell Valens, Rob, oh, Rob Salido. But there's no Andre. And now Andre, I'll go here, will be imported into the Holy Spirit. Now the Holy Spirit has full access. Andre has said, I am yours, God. Here I am. Make use of me. And now the Holy Spirit can actively work within Andre's life. And a new Andre was created. And uh, Andre dot Andre. Andre will say he is who he is. Yes, he will. But now he will say, what is going on? That's why I asked my wife to sit right there, because if anything goes wrong, she can fix it. But let's continue. Uh, Andre, dot, you see here, all this here, all these little things, these are all the methods within the class God. Joy, goodness, kindness, love, 
all that is there, and now that is available to Andre. Andre put here, Andre dot goodness. So the goodness of God is actively working through Andre. And if you go there, you see that Rob is Rob, Canadians fan, goodness, kindness, barbecue. We continue to have our characteristics. But now everything happens through the class God. And I will use here, Rob, I'll just uh, comment, Andre, nobody cares about you, Andre, uh, but we want to see, let's say Karen, okay, Karen's cool, she's my wife, uh, here, see, and when we have this class, Holy Spirit, he will, he will uh, actively work within Karen's life. And when we run, we have this uh, little green. Is it possible to to zoom in on this? Julian, if it is not possible, it's okay. So you have a little button here, run. And when we run, okay. I'll just put it here. Now, there you go. Every action that Karen takes now is through the Holy Spirit. And what is Printed through Karen's life is that I am Karen. Codes are the coolest thing ever. For we walk by faith, but not by sight. Be kind to one another, tender in heart. And those are fruits of the spirit. I like, and she's a, 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 a wife. And she says, my husband is the first kid I ever had because he's just, and that's Karen. She's had, she has everything that she as a person has. But now, being activated, being printed in her life through the Holy Spirit. I want to ask you, uh, Julian, I think this is enough. Let's go. Uh, we, we, today, we are uh, continuing, the, continuing the series on, uh, on James. And last week, uh, Rob started by, uh, with the first half of the first chapter, and he talked about joy and trials, how joy is different than happiness, and how we should go through trials with joy, how hard that is, but how can we find that within the Bible? And today, we will continue with it, with uh, from verse 19 onwards, where the title is Listening and Doing. And let's read uh, from uh, James 1, uh, chapter 1, from verses 19 to, excuse me, 227. And it, it says, My brother and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all, all moral filth and evil that is so prevalent. And humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do it what it says. Remember that verse 22. Anyone who listens... 
to the word, but does not do what it says. It's like someone who looks at his face in a mirror. And after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves. And their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts is pure and faultless in this. To look after orphans and widows in their distress and keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for today. We ask you, God, that you might speak to our hearts. Don't let me stand in your way. Use your Holy Spirit, God, to speak to us and bring what you have for us today. That's what we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. So, by the way, that's not the beginning, right? I just remember to pray now. Just so you don't, oh my goodness, he just prayed. <laughs> the first thing that we take from that, this text is listening and understanding. Okay? Hearing God's word and understanding what it says. As, God, uh, as Rob said last week, not always what we read, it's what it means. So we have to read and understanding the meaning so it can be applicable to our lives. In that, it's, it's just like subclassing. A subclass has to read the method inherited by, from the parent class and understand what it does and make it active in their lives. Oh, in their, in, in their process of, of happening, right? So one, us, we need to understand the teachings of the Bible and make it just like a method does functional in our lives. It's not like we listen to it. Okay, I have to be good. I'll be good the way I want to be good. That's not how it works. The code that God give to, give to us, which is we inherit from God, is very specific to what being good is. To what beloving is. To what be kind is. So we have to listen and understand. The second point I want to bring is acting upon God's word. And that is basically faith being translated into words. In, into works. Like in object-oriented programming, a subclass just not inherits a method. We as people, we just not, uh, we not just inherit what God has given to us. We actively use it in our lives. Our actions now will be 
shaped by the code that has been inherit, inherited from God. Again, we listen, we understand, we do not shape it the way we want. And once we understand, we act upon it. We make it so that code is visible. It's, its actions are actually being visible to others through our lives. We won't change in the sense of me liking music, of Rob liking barbecue, of Mitchell liking shoes. But now, the way we relate to those things are completely different to what we had before. L lastly, we should keep, and, and this for, for programmers might be a little bit of a hurt, again, for the sake of the argument, keep oneself unstained from the world. And that it's, In programming, and you guys are users, you can tell me, don't you hate when you open an app and it crashes? That's bad programming. That is a code that has been stained. It's not a pure code. There is a bug within it. As Christians, what we want is not to have those bugs in our lives, in our methods, in the code that we received from God. Many times, especially today, we have social media, we have so many things out there that grabs the Bible and shape into something else that is not the Word of God and slam on our faces. What we ought to do, we ought to reject it because that's a, clo that's a code that is not clean. It's a code that contains a bug, and that bug will affect you spiritually. So we have to maintain the code purity. We have to, as believers, we have to remain pure to our faith. We have to understand how much this can destroy us. And, 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 and that is just like a little bit of a sideline. How much grabbing a code that is not pure, that has been affected, how much that damage our spiritual lives, our relationships, how much that diminishes the Word of God. So as you go today, I want to give you three tips. Because now the question is, what are we going to do with all this information? First, you don't have to learn programming. That was just the only way I found to, right? Uh, to, I, to bring an analogy. But there are three tips I want to give you. Understand and apply inherited principles. Understand and apply. The way we do that is spending time in the scriptures. Make that a priority in your life. There is no way for a programmer to have a good code if he is not updated. If he's not 
on Stack Overflow every day. Stack Overflow is a website that programmers put stuff there. And 99% of us go there too because we don't know things. Similarly, we have the Bible. We have people who have gone through things and they know how that code that God left to us works. It can be our pastor, Rob. It can be our deacons, our leadership. It can be a friend that you trust, someone, a counselor, someone that you know that has a life with God and can help you apply the inherited code. Second, I I want to encourage you to produce meaningful actions while maintaining purity. We maintain purity by receiving the code like clean and we read the Bible, we understand what it means and we maintain it pure and meaningful. We make that code again uh, uh, be shown to our actions daily. Every single thing we do now, it's going to be shaped a little bit different because our code is not the code of the world. It's actually very different. And maintaining the purity, it's important. And lastly, which is related to the second one, avoid contamination. Stay true to the teachings and keep the code clean. I want to repeat that. In times like today, that is extremely important. Keep the code clean. The word of God is enough for us the way it is. It's perfect the way it was written. The word of God, unlikely software, does not need to be updated every week. When someone comes to you, and I see that in social media all the time, I have discovered something in the Bible that points to either is a lie or it's a lie. There's nothing new there. Because it has not been updated. And we should continue in this way. Avoiding cross-contamination. And keep the word of God pure. So listen to it. Understand it. And act on it. Spend time in the scriptures. Spend time in prayer. Right? And make sure your actions are synchronized with this code that is provided. When you have the chance to, well, I just had dinner. I am full. I don't need to go for an extra bowl of ice cream. I don't have to go to that website to look at those things that are not appropriate. 
I don't have to steal money while nobody's looking at it. Those are little things, little actions that we have to make a choice every single day. That we will decide either the code will stay clean or we are planting a bug within it. Make space for the the good work that God has for you in your life. And let him be the ultimate programmer of your code. Let's pray. Thank you, God, for today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your love. Thank you for having programmed us to be what you want us to be. Thank you, God, because you have left us your word, your code, perfect, so we can follow you and we can learn to be the final design, the design that you always, that you have built us to be. I ask you, God, that from anything that was said here, God, that you at least, that, that if there is one thing, God, for people to, for us to leave these doors is with the idea that we have to listen to you and act upon your word. Give us a good day. Give us a good beginning of week. And use your Holy Spirit to guide us in everything we do. That's all we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a good week, guys. Uh, thank you for your patience.